Hey everyone, this is Tony, and uh, welcome to show number six of Two Dudes Talking Disney. We're back! We, uh, we're away for an extended period of time. Uh, one of us, uh, not Tony, had uh, to prepare for the first phase of his lieutenant's, ex lieutenant's exam, uh, because for those of you who don't know, David is a firefighter in the city of Bridgeport, Connecticut, uh, among other things. Dave holds many jobs, uh, many titles. He's a, a renaissance man. Pretty much, yeah, you know. And uh, how'd that exam go, Dave? Uh, I, I think I tanked it, to be honest. Excellent. Yes, so probably should have kept doing two dude shows instead of worrying <laughs> about studying. Uh, so our topic tonight is going to be uh, all about Disney resorts. Uh, if you've listened to our first five shows, uh, with the exception of the movie show, you know that we've pretty much gone into the history of each park and where the park is today, where it was yesterday, and kind of looked at where it's heading. A uh, little different format now with the, with the resorts. Uh, just kind of really some, you know, discussion. Uh, what we what we like, what we don't like, why you shouldn't use a Disney resort, why you shouldn't use a Disney resort, the pros, the cons. This is kind of the format that we really want to get to. The first couple of shows kind of set the groundwork, maybe for newbies who have never been to a, a Disney property before. Um, so uh, you want to start, Dave, and we'll sure. talk about some hotels and resorts? Yeah, let's uh, let's do this. Uh, how do you want to do it, Tony? You want to go resort area? You want to go moderate to deluxe? You want to go low to high, high to low? You you call the ball. All right, so we're, we're back. So uh, I guess I, I'm going to say let's start from the Magic Kingdom and work outward. I guess we'll we'll do the uh, the originals, if you will, first, and then work our way in. So uh, actually, you know what, Tony? I, I digress. Let's jump back. Let's discuss why. You should stay at a Disney resort first. Okay, so there's, uh, you know, there are different reasons. Uh, obviously, uh, Disney is a little more expensive, uh, but you do have some benefits staying on property. Um, the first one being uh, free transportation uh, back and forth from Orlando International Airport via Disney's Magical Express. It's Magical Express on the way there. It's Tragical Express on the way home. It is. It can be a sad ride back to the airport. Um, you get uh, Magic Bands for free if you're a Disney resort guest. Well, not free. It's included. It's included, but uh, you don't have to pay for them. Non-resort guests, I believe, are charged nineteen ninety-nine. If you want to pick one up in the gift shop, and, yes. and there are various uh, flavors of Magic Band that you can pick up, uh, character-related. Uh, you also get free package delivery. It's very key if you're bu buying souvenirs throughout the park, have them shipped back to your room. And uh, one of the big reasons to stay on property is for the Fast Pass Pluses, you get to make your reservations at sixty days as opposed to thirty days uh, for non-Disney resort guests. And for attractions that are new, like uh, Frozen Never After and uh, Soren. Know, the new Soren, uh, that, that 60-day mark really comes in uh, handy. Yes, definitely. And um, I think another perk that gets thrown your way, too, is don't forget the extra magic hours. Uh, certain resorts are open an hour early or close several hours later for guests staying on property. For those of you who are new to Disney, that's the lingo. You say you're staying on property or off property. Uh, I, I I really think if you're going to do a Walt Disney vacation, you need to stay on property. I don't right. know how you feel, Tone. I mean, I know it's no, advantageous I, I, for us to get people to do that. I wholeheartedly but... agree, David. Um, you know, my big thing is location. And not necessarily location to the parks, but just to be on property. Uh, it saves you a lot of travel time. You have the, the access to Disney's transportation network, which which is phenomenal. Um, you know, you don't need to pay the extra expense of renting a car, driving from the airport, driving parking. to the resorts. Parking alone at a theme park, it's uh, twenty dollars a day. It's, it's more than that, I think. And thirty-five dollars if you get the uh, the the special parking uh, yeah. areas now. And I I think a lot of times people make the mistake of they stay off property, thinking that you know the hotel room rate is going to be a hundred hundred twenty-five dollars. You can get a value resort for that amount, and it, depending on the time of year, or especially, you can get a moderate resort for that amount. 
Yep. And then you add in the extra cost. You know, what is renting a car for a week? What is gas? What is the uh, parking? And I, I think what is, what is time? That's what, what is yes, the value that's what of I, time? I tell people all the time when they ask me about if they should stay on property or stay off property. I say I can't put a value on your time, but I can tell you this: when you're in the park and you want to get back to your room. You know, taking the ferry from the Magic Kingdom to the tram to the parking lot to drive, you know, 20 minutes, half hour, 40 minutes to your resort versus walking out, getting on a bus, boat, or monorail and heading right to your room, that, that's that's hours of your vacation that is saved. Yeah, and, uh, you know, as you're starting to see, having a little one, um, you know, luckily we're, we're past that point now, um, but just having the luxury of being able to go from a park onto some form of Disney transportation, be back at your resort within 20, 25 minutes, grab a quick nap, grab some downtime, grab a swim. You know, the kids get overstimulated in the park. You don't want to be the parents who have that, uh, you know, you're dragging around that that screaming kid having the meltdown. Uh, So being on property really allows you that opportunity to get back to your room and then get back to the parks in a reasonable time. Yes, see, uh... However, I'll throw the asterisk out there for those of us, you know, as everyone knows, I'm a pretty new dad. I'm, I'm learning the ropes. But my wife has to get the biggest stroller known to man. It's, it's pretty much like folding up a bus to put on the bus. So the convenience of taking a bus is kind of outweighed when you're the guy with that huge stroller that everyone's looking at. But uh, it is. It's nice. I mean, um, so like we said, we were going we to start with uh, the Magic Kingdom area. Well, here, you know, but before we, before we get Sorry. into that... We, we started giving the perks of staying oh, on-site. Oh, we did, we did, yes. So, so we've kind of gone through that, but there are some perks to staying off-site, and the, the biggest one is really savings. Um, you know, not everyone is on an unlimited budget. Um, so, you know, resorts are cheaper off-property. Uh, there are some cheaper options. There are some downtown Disney area resorts that are a little cheaper than staying on property, although those are kind of, kind of property. technically they're on property but they're, they're on not, the edge right. they're not owned or managed or maintained by by the walt disney i, I have to say one thing tone that we've done a lot is as you know we we both drive a yep. lot yes, and do. a lot of times as a, a, a simple cost saving measure we would stay that first night so you know we live in connecticut it's a, about a 18 hour drive when my wife drives it's about 45 minutes um <laughs> But when we get there, usually we drive, you know, you make that long 18-hour ride, you get there in the evening, we would stay at one of the off-property hotels just for the savings of why spend that extra money when you know you're going to get there and go right to sleep. And right. the the downtown Disney area hotels, uh, what, what's the term? I'm, I'm having a, a meltdown in my mind. What do we call those hotels? Hotel Plaza Boulevard. They're, 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 they're good neighbor hotels. Yeah, good neighbor hotels in the Hotel Plaza Boulevard. There's, uh, there's several, the Lake Buena Vista Resort. Is right there. I've stayed there numerous times. That's a, a really, really nice resort. It's right across the street from downtown Disney. And, and I don't want to confuse anyone uh, who who might think this show was recorded back in like uh, you know 2002. When David says downtown Disney, he's actually referring to Disney Springs. I should. I usually call it the Village. So we're, we're I'm, I'm modernizing a little bit. Uh, so yeah, that I like I said, I think that that's something that you know if you're looking for savings, that's one thing too. Is maybe book a night or two uh, at one of the Hotel Plaza Boulevard resorts. Save a little bit of money. You could use Disney Springs and, uh, you know, just save a little money on your trip. And if your trip is not, you know, totally Disney, if you're going to go to, you know, the, the other theme park. You know, uh, see, but my plan for that, you know, is to stay on one, stay at each. I, uh, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if, if you're looking to save a little money, you know, but that's offset by the time and right. the expense of cars. Or my, va- my time is valuable, so i got a lot going on. So, so for the purposes of tonight's show, uh, we'll focus on staying on a Disney, uh, on, on Disney property in a Disney resort, um, or, or Disney partnered resort. All right. So, um, 
let's get to it, Tom. You know, like we said, there are 27 resorts on property. Actually, technically, if we would say there would be uh, 30, because you have the Swan, the Dolphin, and the Shades of Green. We have excluded those from said conversation because even well, though they're we'll probably touch on we'll touch on it a little bit. Yeah, you know, um, you know, and of the 27 resort properties that there are. Uh, 17 of those are actual resorts where all of the rooms are available uh, for, uh, you know, guests. And 10 of those are, are Disney Vacation Club resorts where they're not exclusively for Disney Vacation Club members, but they do get first choice. Uh, any inventory that is left or if people are willing to pay for a, a two- or three-bedroom grand villa, um, you know, th those are available to rent as a, as a hotel-style uh, room uh, as well. That's where I stay, you know. Uh, as you know, being a, a DVC member, my my Disney vacationing has changed because of that. It's been a, it's actually been a while since we've stayed in a, a non DVC resort. So uh, let's see. Tom. So yeah, so so way back uh, when the park opened in uh, 72, 71, 71, 71 72. 72. Well, October seventy one yeah. was closing Close up to seventy two. Uh, how many resorts were there? Uh, uh, let's see. There's only three, four, four. You had the Contemporary, the Disney Inn, which is now the Shades of Green, the Polynesian, and Fort Wilderness. And uh, it's, it's grown over Disney the years. I will Disney Resorts for a thousand, Alex. <laughs> it's grown over the years, and there are just, uh, including the 30 properties we talked about, there's just over 30,000 rooms uh, on, on Disney property. Uh, that's, that's a lot of people. So it's a lot of people. And, you know, one thing that I, I always say to people is I don't think they get the scope and the size of the Walt Disney Resort. And, um, you know, the, the, the resorts show that a little bit because, you know, having 30 properties, 30 re resorts on their property is just, is just, you know, amazing. It is, and there's still a lot of woods. Yes, there's still a lot of swampland. There is. So, uh, so Tone, I guess we'll, uh, we'll jump into the, the, the Magic Kingdom area. So we said you have the Contemporary, the Grand Floridian, uh, Wilderness Lodge, Fort Wilderness, and, and the Polynesian the Village. Polynesian Village uh, and the, if you want to be technical then, you add the DVC sides, you know, Bay Lake Tower, the but we'll stick with the original, uh, the original ones. Do you have a favorite of those? Like, how do you want to? What do you? Any thoughts that you want to throw out about them? You know, I, I really like the, the Polynesian Village. Um, I like I like the theming. Um, don't like some of the modifications they did recently where they took out the waterfall. Uh, see, I'm okay with it. And I'm as as you know, if, if we're saying what's your favorite Disney hotel, which I know we're going to do later, but I'm going to hit it now because we're talking about it. Polynesian is my absolute favorite. Uh, that's where we stayed the majority of times when we were kids. And uh, to me, it, when I walk in that lobby and, and smell that musty, air-conditioned air, I'm in Disney. Right. And I'm okay with the changes. Okay. Change is good, though. Change it is, is sometimes. Sometimes. We talked about Figment and Test Track and all those. Those were not good changes. No. This one I'm okay with. Okay. Uh, so, you know, the nice thing about all of those resorts, uh, well, most of those resorts, because the, the Wilderness Lodge isn't included. but yeah, it, got, it got hosed. They're, they're monorail resorts, and, uh, you know, you can't beat the access to the parks. Oh, no. And... One of the other advantages, again, I know I'm harping on this, of the Polynesian, is the Polynesian is really the only resort that you could take monorail to two parks. Because, as you know, you could take the monorail to the Magic Kingdom, and then there's an access path from the edge of the Polynesian to put you on the monorail to Epcot. So, and, and we'll often um, take the uh, resort monorail and get off at the Polynesian and then walk over to the Ticket yes, and Transportation a beautiful, Center. It's a beautiful walk. It is a nice You know, the Polynesian's walk. a nice area to go. It is. So... Uh, contemporary, very nice. Uh, recently stayed there, and and I I know this sounds stupid, it's very, too contemporary for me. Uh, it felt like you were staying at a Hilton, I guess you'd say. It didn't uh, 
it didn't really have that Disney magic because uh, it, it just feels like you're staying in a regular modern hotel. And, and the thing is, that it's very modern now, but for many years it was modern yes. for 1972, yeah, yeah. Uh, 71, what? 72. You're, you're I, I'm stuck here. on 72. Um, you know, it was very early 70s modern, uh, and they've finally given it an update, uh, which brings it very contemporary. Um, Dave doesn't like it. I do. We stayed there last year. Uh, we stayed concierge level. Um, couldn't couldn't do the theme park view. We did have a, a bay yeah, lake view, say, I... uh, but it was a, it was very nice. Uh, many of your deluxe, well, all of your deluxe properties do have a, a concierge level. Yes, um, which uh, affords you a usually a concierge lounge. You have uh, special concierge services um, that will do book your dining for you as well as do your fast passes and assist you with any needs that you might have. There's a whole team at each resort. Um, it's, you know, very pricey. Uh, maybe one thing we could talk about with the resorts, um, you know, a lot of people don't know that within resorts, so you've got value, moderate, and deluxe, and then within each resort, you have categories. So yes. every resort will have what they consider to be standard rooms. So those are your base rooms. Then you'll move usually up. Usually garden is a view. Now, to make it sound good. Well, actually, standard. They say garden or pool view. Standard, a lot of times, will be a parking lot or a backside of things. Then you actually have the garden view, which you'll be looking at flora and fauna, uh, two of my favorite words. Yeah. And uh, then from there, you go into the, the pool or water view. And from there... You yeah. usually have like a specialty, like the boardwalk has boardwalk views, the right. uh, Animal Kingdom has savanna views. The and then you'll get into preferred views. rooms, yeah. and then concierge level when you're at the deluxe resort. So there is there are different strata within each resort. Each one of those categories has a different price point. So a, a standard room is going to be your, your cheaper option, yes. le less expensive option, because I'm not sure that anything's really cheap right. uh, at Disney. Um, and then when you get into you know suites and concierge level, you're looking at spending a little more. Yes, actually, I, uh, recently when Pigeon went, they got bumped up to the suite at the Boardwalk, uh, which he said was amazing. He was actually calling his friends that were there at the same time to get them to come over because he felt like he wasn't using the suite all the way. It had it had free drinks, it had everything. He was calling people over to come hang out with them. So uh, it does happen. You know, we, there's always a, a thing in Disney. You always ask for an upgrade when you check in. You have any free upgrades? You want to move us to a better room? Because you never know. Sometimes, sometimes they Sometimes you get sprinkled with some pixels. That's it, you know? Or sometimes they move you to a dumpster view. It depends, you know? <laughs> this, look at this guy. That's, that's what happens want, to me. Wanting something for free, yeah, all right. Um, so. And then uh, the third uh, jewel in the monorail crown is the Grand Floridian, which is kind of the flagship resort uh, of the Walt Disney World property. Um, it's kind of based on a 1900s uh, Floridian uh, getaway. It's kind of like a replica of the Hotel Del Coronado in San Diego. San Diego. Diago, yes. yes. Uh, do you know what San Diego means? I do. I do. The scholars <laughs> disagree. But, uh, yeah, I uh, I am not a fan of the Grand Floridian. It's uh, too, I guess you'd say, I, I feel like it's too proper for me. You know, yeah. I, I agree. I'm a cargo shorts kind of guy. Not, not, you know. I agree. It's nice. The location is nice. Um, the grounds are magnificent, but it's it's just not uh, it's just not my uh, my cup of tea. Yes, yes, and they do have a tea room there too. They so do. The girls, uh, Cheryl and Isabel, do tea service. Okay. Uh, there. Katie can't wait to take Amelia. Yeah, it's a fun time. All right. Um, so then, right across Bay Lake, um, you've got Wilderness Lodge, which is the, out of every deluxe resort on property, it's the one that gets the chef. I swear to God, they look at the map and go, "Ooh, we screwed that up. We were supposed to build it 15 feet to the right, so it's on the monorail." I don't understand why you have a deluxe resort that really only offers a boat ride to the Magic Kingdom. But 
I didn't play Walt Disney World. Well, maybe in your next life. Maybe, maybe. But I, I think it's a great property. Uh, we, oh, it's a beautiful resort. I stayed there. Yep, I've stayed there before. Like I said, I, uh, you know, I like it. It's nice. The pool's excellent. The big geyser, really func cool. Functioning geyser. Yes, very, uh, very functional. And it starts out with a lobby. Uh, it is, it is almost a twin to the Grand California too in, in Disneyland. Uh, there, you, you, you can almost, you know, get lost and think you're in which one you're in if you did that to somebody. But um, all right, and then Fort Wilderness, just a campground. Nothing really crazy. A little bit more than a campground. Not just a campground. Right, yeah, I don't want to say that. I don't want to take away from it. But uh, if you're if you're into the RVing world, it's a great option. It's very cheap to stay there. Yep, and, um, and they do have multiple options. Yep. So you can, uh, as David said, you can RV uh, there. You can tent camp. Yes. And you can rent a cabin. Yes. And the, the cabins are really nice. They accommodate up to six. So it's a it's a good option for families. Horseback riding. Horseback riding. Yeah. Um, the cabins, uh, I would say Fort Wilderness is kind of almost a moderate uh, doesn't have a lot of the facilities that a moderate does, but it, it really lumps in with the moderate category. Definitely. Um, although the pricing isn't as, as high as a lot of the moderates, uh, the cabins are, but they're based on accommodating six. So. Yeah, and like I said, it's, it's very nice. Uh, you know, for my family listening, we all know the entrance gate is made for two cars. It's an inside family joke, but they know what that means. Um, and that's pretty much the Magic Kingdom area resorts. Uh, again, we, uh, we excluded Shades of Green. Uh, for its excuse for the military. Yeah. Shades of Green so. is actually run by the Department of Defense, uh, leased, leased out to them, I believe. Yes. Uh, for 99 years. Um, and uh, it's it's exclusive to military and former military personnel. Uh, you don't have to be active duty. The, the uh, pricing there is a sliding scale based on rank. Uh, twice a year, they do have a period where veterans who have a DD-214, veterans will know what that form is, um, if you have a DD-214, regardless of the number of years of service that you have in the military, you can stay there. Uh, the rest of the year, it's it's open to active duty, retired, uh, and uh, you know widows or widowers of deceased retired personnel. Yes, very good location. Right across, uh, you know, it was originally the golf resort, so there's excellent golfing if you're a golf uh, fan right there. Doesn't have a lot of the amenities no, uh, that you no. get. You don't get the dining package. You don't get uh, Magical Express. Uh, don't get package delivery. Uh, but it's a nice option for military. Yes. Yep. The funny funny thing is here, before we start to get into another resort area, is Dave and I were talking about how uh, this show was going to be shorter uh, because we're you know we're not really getting into history and stuff. And I'm looking at the time, and we're almost at 18 minutes, and we've only covered one, uh, one area. So the next resort area... Dave, Dave's trying to tell me let's let's cut this into. Two I think we should two cut this into show. two part show. I really, I because I, folks, you got to tell us because I think we're we're too long. I think this this gets too long. We just like to jam. We do like to go on. So. You know what? Let's do this. Let's do one more resort area. Okay. And then we'll 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 take a break. Okay. And then we'll do the second part next week. All right. So uh, the next resort area that I'm going to pick is the Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, good yes. because you've it's only short. got one, one resort there. <laughs> that is not true. That, that's true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just like 1972. Uh, so Animal Animal Kingdom Resort area has the Animal Kingdom Lodge and Kidani Village. Also home of the All-Stars, the All-Star Music, All-Star Movies, and All-Star Sports Resorts. And Jumbo House. And the Jumbo House, yes. Uh, so I said that, Animal Kingdom Lodge and then Kidani Village. Kidani Village, yeah. yeah. Jumbo House Animal is technically Lodge is, yes, yes, it is. It's the old name. Again, I'm stuck in 1990. Actually, no, it would be like more like 2007. But. So... Um, Animal Kingdom, the two, there's two parts of it. The Animal Kingdom Lodge is made up by the Jumbo House and Kadani Village. Kadani Village is exclusively 
vacation club uh, rooms where Jumbo House has a mix of both. Uh, one of the unique features of the Animal Kingdom is that you have savanna view. So the giraffes, uh, ostriches, zebras, etc., uh, elephants, they are right outside your room. You can actually have you know rooms that have great views of them. Uh, I, I like Animal Kingdom. We stay there a lot. My problem with Animal Kingdom is its distance from everything. Uh, I don't know if you agree or disagree. Uh, I agree with you. Um, it, it's on the edge of the Animal Kingdom uh, Animal Kingdom Park. Uh, so, you know, that park's pretty big, the largest park, as we've mentioned uh, in show number and it's, five. And it's on the other side of the park. It too. is. It's not like it's it, on it, the near It's very side. close to the, uh, the, the border of uh, the Walt Disney World Resort, um, and you'd be amazed if you take some back roads yes, how close I'll, you are yep. to uh, local highways. And it, um, it offers some excellent restaurants, uh, excellent views of the, the savannah, the animals. They have a nighttime savannah where you could actually get night vision goggles and check it out. Uh, it's a very large resort if you if you walk between the two. And and I think out of all of the resorts, there's probably the most to do there. Yes. Um, we will, as a family, sometimes sometimes we don't want a park day. Some days we will just go resort hopping and yes. go visit different resorts. Uh, so they have um, because it's the Animal Kingdom Lodge and it's it's you know based a lot on the African continent. There are Africans, uh, African nationals who work there, uh, who tell stories and. Um, you know, do crafts and games and, uh, you know, will teach you about their culture. Uh, so it's not only, um, you know, nice to look at, but you're learning stuff as well. Yes, and uh, like we like we said, my our way of doing the Animal Kingdom Resort is usually when we would go for a long uh, period of time, we usually added a night or two at the end where we stay in Animal Kingdom and the Jumbo House, and we stop going to the parks. We just use the resort as the destination. We spend it, the pools there are excellent. Like I said, a lot of food. Food courts are great. The sit-down restaurants are excellent. So we kind of make it like the end of our Disney trip mini vacation. And if while we're there, we get really crazy urge to go into a park, just it's a short bus ride to Animal Kingdom. Okay. Uh, now the All-Stars. The All-Stars, yes. They were the first of the uh, value resorts. And there, there are three All-Stars. There are three. There's All-Star sports, movies, and music. Uh, All-Star music is usually the least occupied. It's, uh, I can say it's the lamest of the three. <laughs> and, uh... It's also home to the first set of uh, family suites that Disney yes. uh, uh, put into their resort. So the family suites accommodate up to families of six, and uh, there are a, a number of rooms at that, that All Star Music that uh, that that are family suites. Uh, so it's a nice option instead of having to get two rooms, you can you know fit mom, dad, and four kids in in a suite. These were these were Disney's first, I guess. You, I, I I don't know the term. I'd say cookie cutter resorts. Uh, all three resorts are the same resort. The, the buildings are the same, the layouts were the same. They actually just basically built one resort and put the plans through a, a Xerox machine and printed out two more sets and built three of the same hotels, with the only difference being the theming. So like we said, the first uh, resort is the All-Star Sports. You know, some of the buildings are set up to make it look like a football stadium. Some are set up to make them look like, you know, baseball and soccer, soccer field. fields mm -hmm. and things like that. Where then you move into the movies, excuse me, the music. The music you have like a section that has you know electric guitars and drums, saxophones, and saxophones, and, and kind uh, of a jazzy, yes, has a jazz jazzy feel, feel and uh, like a mariachi band feel for mm -hmm. one of the jazz flute. I'm a big yes, fan of jazz the, flute. the jazz flute, and um, you uh, you move final finish it off with the all star movies, and uh, the all star movies have. It's been a while, Tony. Her Herbie the Love Bug. Herbie the Love Bug. Yeah, Herbie uh, is represented yeah, there, yeah. and just you know uh, movie. I don't want to say movie props, just yes. a lot of movie theming. A lot theming. of movie theming, uh, nice food courts, you know, 
But the, but the, like I said, it's, it's really a standard hotel that they just crazily theme is the best way to put the All Stars. Would you agree? I, I agree. Yeah. Um, so so one thing you know we've mentioned values, moderates, and deluxes, um, and you know even though we're getting close to the end of this show because we're going to do the other two resort areas next, but what are the differences between values, moderates, and deluxes? And it's about three hundred bucks a night. <laughs> <laughs> That's the short answer. Uh, the longer answer is it's all about the amount of amenities and what's afforded to you as a guest of each one of those properties. So, you know, when we say value resort, um, it's still on the pricier side. Yes. Uh, okay, as definitely. we said earlier, still, you're, you know, still, it, it's, you're entitled it's, to all the benefits that come with it, the, the Magical Express, the extra magic hours, you get your magic band, you get your package delivery, you get all that. And and you're not going to, even though it's a value resort, you're not going to be playing, paying Motel 6 prices. Correct. Um, you know, you still get that Disney theming. You get the Disney service uh, that, that, you know, the, that the Disney company is known for. Um, you do get a themed pool. So a lot of that is there, um, but it's very, for lack of a better term, it's very basic. Yes. yes. They're very they're very simple resorts. And, you know, your food court there is going to be just that. It's a food court. There is no sit-down. It's more quick service, grab-and-go, cafeteria style. You'll have a gift shop. Um, you'll have a pool. You'll have a child splash pad. Several pools. Several, each, several one, pools. each one has each several level. pools. You'll have a main pool yeah. and then what they consider to be quiet pools, although quiet pools aren't necessarily quiet. No. Um, and then when you move up to the moderate level, you start to get a little more amenities. So your pool will have a water slide. Um, you know, you've still got that theming, so it kind of builds upon what was at the value. Uh, you'll, you'll, you will have a sit-down restaurant uh, as well as a quick service in, in a moderate resort. Um, your moderate resorts will also have bicycle rentals. You can rent Surrey bikes. You might have. I'm, I'm I'm pulling the plug on this one, though. I think maybe we should stop and pick up where we left off in the next uh, the next episode here. But what if, if if someone's only listening to this one and they don't know what a deluxe category now they're, is? Now we left them hanging. We have made the first two dudes cliffhanger. All right, our cliffhanger is. So what is a moderate resort? Well, well, we kind of did moderate. Okay. But what do you have to look forward to in a deluxe resort? Dun dun dun. So. I guess in this abbreviated show, I'm Tony. And I'm David. And, and we're, we're two, two dudes, dudes talking, talking Disney. Disney.